Ooh, those are two names I like to see. Shockingly, the guys named Buzz and Flint were heavily involved with the sister show, G.I. Joe. Which is, I suppose, why we open with a Soviet pilot crashing her jet under mysterious circumstances. That's right, I said her. Girls can fly planes too, you misogynist. They can also be Autobots, but we'll come back to that in a couple of weeks. Turns out Comrade Hotsky's jet was brought down by Lord Chumley, who's some kind of eccentric game hunter type. Apparently Soviet jets make even better trophies than lions. Which is kind of cool, I guess. But he also seems to have a Bell UH-1 helicopter in his collection, which is just over the line. Somebody call Amnesty International on this jackass. I used to work on those helicopters. Chumley decides that the final trophy that will make his collection complete is the head of Optimus Prime. This sounds like a win-win scenario to me. The Autobots lose their idiot of a leader, and this Lord Chumley retires from his barbaric helicopter killing. Meanwhile, Trax and Bumblebee happen upon a news broadcast about the stolen plane. The newscaster says that tensions between the U.S. and Soviet Union are higher than they've been since the Cuban Missile Crisis. That's right. This little throwaway toy commercial just dropped a little contemporary history on your ass. So now both the U.S. and Soviets have placed their armies on full alert. Just like in Watchmen. More or less. Oh, and I guess the Decepticons don't have a TV. Or maybe this is the only one in the world, because Blitzwing and Astrotrain just happen to be hanging out right behind everyone. Maybe that was their punishment following the events of Triple Takeover. Or they're holograms. Whoa, the show actually fooled me with a hologram. This is kind of embarrassing. So it's actually a trap devised by Lord Chumley. Fair enough. Meanwhile, at Autobot HQ, the guys are standing around watching a soap opera. Uh-huh. When Geraldo interrupts with some news. Oh, I guess this guy's supposed to be some kind of recurring character in all the Hasbro shows, but he just looks like Geraldo to me. Optimus Prime decides that since nobody's heard from Trax or Bumblebee in a while, it must be some kind of elaborate plot that requires everyone to transform and roll out. To somewhere. For some reason. On the way, Jazz stops at a car wash and gets trapped by Chumley. Which is extraordinary if you think about it. The Autobots don't even know where they were going. Or at least they didn't tell us. To set up this whole elaborate business in some car wash someplace and just hope that a stray Autobot would wander in, well, it's obvious the guy is a serious tactical genius. The other Autobots begin scouring the city, whatever city it is, and each one of them wanders into a different trap. Good thing the city's deserted or Chumley would end up with a bunch of random cars. But nope, only Autobots. I suppose I should mention this particularly idiotic trap involving Blaster, a billboard, and a pair of giant hands. But I won't. That's just giving the episode what it wants. If I ignore it, maybe it'll go away. As idiotic as this all is, it's kind of smart in a big picture way. What better way to lure Optimus Prime to you than to put all his idiot soldiers in danger? Then again, this is a guy who in the Marvel comics actually killed himself in real life because Megatron cheated in a video game. I suspect you could snag him without nearly this much trouble, but I certainly don't mind watching Autobots being tortured and humiliated. Chumley calls Prime to taunt him while his butler compulsively dusts. Then Prime gets pissed off and pulls the blow the other guy's TV up lever, which just baffles me. Why would the Autobots even have one of these? Meanwhile, Megatron eavesdrops on all this, somehow, and decides that he wants an alliance with Chumley. Hey, I would too, and not just because of his Autopot killing policy. How could you not want to be best friends with a mustache like that? My second choice would be Geraldo. So Prime charges into the trap, which Chumley claims is a well-researched mock-up of Cybertron, which explains the dragon. Lots of dragons on Cybertron. And you know, it kind of makes thunking noises when Prime punches it, but it isn't a robot. It's an actual dragon, which he kills. Not pretend kills because it was a machine or a hologram, and it doesn't open a parachute or crawl away. I'm pretty sure it's dead. Then Prime stands there and boasts that no simple net could capture him, 
right before that exact thing happens. Hooray! Eventually he escapes. Is it patronizing to congratulate him for outwitting an inanimate object? He also sees a helpless woman chained to whatever this is and just keeps walking. I understand this was a trap, but I like to think it was real and he actually doomed a human to a grisly death just to spite Chumley. I would. Next, there's a robot scorpion. There's nothing particularly special about it, but I like saying the words robot scorpion. Oh, there's this whole subplot involving the triple changers wandering a step behind Prime in the death maze, but I'm ignoring that too. These idiots had their chance last week and they blew it. They're dead to me. Chumley does capture and disable them though, which makes the total count of Transformers he's taken out close to double digits. In a few days, this guy has managed to be more effective than Megatron and Prime put together. It must be that mustache. I have no other logical explanation for it. Naturally, Prime ends up winning and freeing his friends, because that's how these episodes are supposed to end. But I'd like to think that if old Flint and Buzz had carte blanche, they'd have let Chumley win. I know I would've. The Autobots do leave Chumley tied to the Soviet jet that he stole right outside the Kremlin, Spider-Man style, which, as much as it pains me to admit, is actually kind of badass. You know, I could point out a few nitpicky science points this week, but I'd rather just say Robot Scorpion again. Say it with me. Robot Scorpion. Amazing. A booby trap that actually catches boobies. Trust them to spoil a hunt. Yes, sir. Just like the Humane Society, in a way. 